Welcome to Flip the Score Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Andrew. I'm Josh. And we're finally going to get talk about our um, our favorite remasters and remakes, because last week we did not, because there was a million, billion things to talk about. You wouldn't stop talking, Alex. I mean, I told you so many times, like, hey, you gotta stop. Just wouldn't shut up, man. Just wouldn't shut my ass up. We have some more news, but it's not as much. So, before we, hi, before we get into that... Let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's actually first talk about Alex. Uh, you sound a little bit different right now. Do I sound betterish? Yeah, I think so. Cause you got oh, these what new AirPods, right? Yeah, yeah, I got some AirPod Pros. Um, so they're they're interesting. Yeah, uh, they they contort to your ear really well. Mm. I had to change out the ear, the inner ear part, just so it's smaller Ooh, okay. for me because I have baby ears. Yeah. Uh, but it had, I've never experienced noise cancellation in headphones before, and this is like, huh. and they're really expensive. So I'm guessing you sold your kid to get those, right? Uh, I did actually <laughs> kid and the cat. The cat's gone too. I had to get rid of him. Um, It'd be more interesting to find out which one you got more money for. <laughs> well, like, well, the kid doesn't have any developed organs, so I'm shit out of luck on that one. But this cat here, you, you, I could wear you in like a small pair of shorts yeah okay okay yeah he's not big uh, enough for a shirt but you're big enough for shorts you're fuzzy enough for those uh those new uh, earbuds that gives a uh, all new meaning you're putting on ears absolutely oh my god. god all right moving on uh, moving on uh oh, oh actually i'll start speaking of audio so i also got um the sony 3d pulse headsets oh nice uh, i've been checking i've been yeah i've been checking amazon the last couple okay. of weeks and uh, they've been in and out of stock yeah um, and I caught it. Uh, it was only like a hundred and something. Um, but I bought both of them on Amazon. Um, I've only got a chance to use them for maybe an hour or so. But um, so for starters, it's 3D audio, which is supposed to be like more of a surrounding audio on your head or in your ears too. Hmm. Uh, so you can actually set how you want it to sound in the menu. There's like a 3D option or there's an yeah. audio option. Mm-hmm. It's in there. There's like five options uh, for you. Yeah, so I picked one that, that sounded the best. Which one did you uh, do? I'm interested because it says it's different for everyone. So type one, maybe because I did the I just stuck with the default one. That's the one that sounded the best to me. So yeah, I changed it to like the first one. Um, so I played three games, or I played three. No, I played two, uh, two games. Uh, I played a third one, but I played two PlayStation games. I played Destiny two, and then I played a little bit of Warzone. So uh, in Destiny 2, uh, I I felt like, you know, I felt like there was a lot going on. It, it feels like I'm using my soundbar just in my ears. Hmm. And it's pretty cool. Uh, I like the way it sounds. It, it sounds fantastic. Um, it was cool to just hear all the, you know, like all the gunfire, different noises you hear, different uh, enemies. Uh, and, a, and kind of a surrounding sound in your ears is really cool. Um, Warzone... So, so Warzone's audio at times can be really funky. Uh, there'll be times where I've been in games, and you know, I mean, this is not an old Turtle Beach headset, but uh, I've been in games, and I'll try to listen to a person above me or below me, and I will be off by a good, you know, by a good margin, trying to figure out where they are, and they sound like they're from my right, but they're not, or my left, or whatever. Um, but I got to play a couple of Warzone matches and the audio is really, it changes a little bit. I kind of hear a little bit of a difference. It, I can hear things that are like, everything sounds louder. 
Uh, but maybe it might just be me, but I am still getting a little bit of uh, just like a little bit of confusion of where the sounds always are coming from. Um, but they're very comfortable too. So it's, it's, it's just a regular band. And then underneath the band is a smaller flexible one that sits on your head and forms to it kind of. Um, and I wore them both with glasses and contacts and they both felt comfortable. And cause my biggest problem with headsets is when you wear glasses, they're never fucking comfortable. So the turtle beach ones just never fit right. But, uh, these ear cups feel really good in, uh, that extra band kind of took the pressure off of my head. So I, um, I didn't feel like I was, uh, you know, it, it didn't really hurt. It felt nice. Uh, they're pretty comfortable. They're lightweight. Uh, only uh, my only problem is uh, you know how you can mute people on your controller or mute yourself on your controller well you can if you have these uh, turned on you have to do everything on the left ear cup which is very kind of inconvenient at times yeah. uh, so the mute button's there you turn on your monitor your volume <clears throat> it's it's a weird it's a weird thing I saw it on reddit I didn't really see a fix to it because I don't think there is one yet uh, but it's really weird um, but I, I like them so far. Uh, I'm excited to try them out more this week. Uh, I want to get into Black Ops and see if I can hear a sound difference because Black Ops also has really fucking terrible audio. Um, but I also played a good chunk of uh, Breath of the Wild, just looking for my shrines. Uh, two things. Uh, I found a dragon. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to hit him. He's very far Is away. Is it one of those like snake-looking dragons? Yeah, yes. I think there's two of them in the game. Don't know yeah. how to get him. Like he's so far away, I can't hit him with my arrow. I can't hit him with nothing. I don't know how to like engage <laughs> him. I don't know if there's a mission you have to go on or if there's somewhere else you have to go. But like I was doing it where it was uh, the one in Lake Hyrule, and there's that bridge, and he constantly kind of travels under it and around it. I just I didn't know how to hit him. Uh, and then I I saw a blue like shining like light, just off in the distance. Um, it's uh, it's like there's like some special mount you can find if you go look for it. Uh, I don't know much about it. Like it's just it's if you like I looked off and like towards some mountains and there's just this giant blue glowing light that shoots into the sky, and I guess it's like there's a real special rare mount you can get over there. Um, it's like real hard to catch, but uh, I thought those were cool. So I forgot how much wonder is in the game. Um, but I haven't, that's, that's, I haven't really had a lot, I didn't really have a lot of time last week to play anything, but, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Josh, do you have any, uh, good puns or do you want to talk about video games that you played? Uh, I've, I've always got puns in my back pocket. Ah, God, that I'll, back pocket's I, I will, I will pull them out when the time is right. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. However, uh, to get on to what I've been playing. Uh, I played a little bit more Days Gone. Uh, cool. For I, da- I, uh, I downloaded that. I actually want yeah. to try those with the audio yes. headphones. Um, I've uh, got further now, like I just said, um, got more, some more upgrades for my bike. Uh, I did. I got to the third. Um, I think the third and final like settlement in the game. There's like Ooh. three different, three different uh, survivor settlements. Are they all in the same area of Oregon? Like, like you don't, like you don't leave states like Last of Us, right? No, I no, I don't think you leave leave, leave the state of Oregon. Okay. Uh, and then so there's uh, there's a top part of the map which has two settlements. 
and then uh, about halfway through the game, uh, you you go down south into a, a a bottom half of the map that you don't even know is there until until you go to the third. I, I'm looking at it now, so it's kind of got like white snow capped ish. Yeah. Okay. Um. And so big map. Holy crap. Yep, it's uh definitely pretty big, and then there's there's so many fucking um like hordes that I haven't even done yet, and I'm I'm just like terrified of doing them because I know if I go up like uh because the thing with the horde thing is that you know I'll 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 save scum to where I'll save it, and then I'll go up and I'll try and figure out the best way to tackle the horde. And then I'll like provoke it, and all of a sudden I'm being swarmed by a hundred of them, and then I'm, and then I die, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to reload my save and try a different way. Oh, um, so it's it, it's just it's uh, not terrifying, but it's definitely it's uh, very disconcerting when like you know over a hundred of these fuckers are running at you one time. Um, and then so uh, I beat the story for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and nice. then I I also got the platinum in it. Oh, and, did you really? Yep. And so, how hard was it? Did, did you? Think um, it, was... it wasn't. It wasn't difficult. It was just time consuming. I I put just over 50, 50 hours into the game, and so and I, I'm I'm pretty much done with it because I did buy, um, I did buy, the first two DLC packs, which is the first one was based on the Battle of Gods movie, and then the second one was based on Resurrection F, which is the Golden Frieza movie, and. Let me tell you, uh, two of the most lackluster DLCs I I have. Well, I should say one of the most lack, lackluster DLCs I've ever played, because I did I did the first one, which is about the Battle of Gods, and I was hoping it was gonna be like a story DLC to where it just takes you it to where it would take me through the events of the movie and have like some great battles against beers and stuff. But no, I mean, Alex, have you seen the Battle of Gods movie? I'm assuming you have. No, I actually I couldn't tell you anything about Dragon Ball Z. I haven't watched it in years. Oh, okay. Well, so there's a there's an angel named named Weiss, and then he's he's the attendant to the god of destruction, which is Beerus, and he's the he's the fucking Egyptian cat looking guy. Oh, that guy. And okay. and so in the uh, in the movie, um, Beerus is uh, he has a dream about Super Saiyan God Goku. And then the events of the movie take on after that. But then in the DLC for this game, Whis transports Goku and, and Vegeta to Beerus' planet. And then you basically train to unlock Super Saiyan God. And it's 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 such a short DLC. And all it does is add like some side missions and then the ability to unlock Super Saiyan God. And it's it was just it was just so lame. And then I wanted to start the second DLC pack, but you need to be at a minimum of level 150 to do it, and my Goku is only 122. And so it, it would take me quite a bit of grinding to get up there. And I'm just like, you know, I got the Platinum for this game, and I put over 50 hours into it, and I think it's time to move on. So I I made the... the um, it, not a very tough decision, but I made a decision to move on from that. So now I'm just going to concentrate on Days Gone and then, you know, see what else piques my interest. Nice. Um, do you feel like that Platinum was hard to get? Uh, like I said, it wasn't difficult. It was just time consuming. Okay. Um, and then, so I'm in the only 8% of players who play the game got the Platinum. So I'm in the top 8 percentile for that. 
And all right, awesome, awesome. I I'd like to, I'd like to dip into that Days Gone. Just I I really love the look of it because I, I yep. love like I have a weird obsession with the Pacific Northwest. It just all looks so cool. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to you know like Portland specifically the. Uh, uh, every year, except you know last year because of COVID, but there's the uh, the Portland Retro Gaming uh, Expo oh, cool. uh, is there, and I've I've always wanted to go to that. It's like I I want to say it's it might be the largest retro gaming expo in, in the country. Yeah. I could be, yeah. So it's you know it's since it's on the West Coast, you get people from J- from Japan who fly over for it. You get people from That's all awesome. all over the all over the continent. You know, people from Europe go there as well. So. Um, I, I would love to go there one day. Um, and that's that's my fucking dog. Barking, <laughs> it's all good. And then, uh, one one more thing about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is that when you get to the end of the game, uh, there's uh, there's a training room you can go into and do certain uh, certain training missions, and they get harder as you as you get as you increase levels. And so there's a level ten training uh, mission to where you have to be. Um, it's uh, it's a level ninety. Your character has to be level ninety five, um, and then so once you go into it, you can unlock what's called like auto super saiyan for your characters, and then you can uh, you can upgrade that skill after you unlock it. And so like for example, the way transformations work in that game is like for for Goku for example, if you transform into super saiyan one two or three, like super saiyan three really drains your key throughout throughout the battle. And you have to like constantly keep recharging your key because the transformation just drains it. But then, if you unlock this skill called uh, uh, Auto Super Saiyan, you can upgrade that to Auto Super Saiyan Three. And Goku, at the start of the battle, automatically transforms into Super Saiyan Three, and then his key doesn't go down because of it. And so it's almost like a it's almost like a cheat. Um, but but you get it through you know uh, you get it through just normal gameplay. But it, it 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 makes it really cool and makes the the battles a lot more fun. Awesome. Uh, but it was at the very end when I unlocked it, and now I'm done with the game. So. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. And that's uh that's that's all I've been playing. All right, Andrew. Uh, so you know I've been playing some stuff. I played a little bit more Dishonored. Um, and then I've really gotten into uh Prey. Yes. Ooh. Uh, so. I s- specifically the 2017 or 2017 yeah i think it's um the original was so and good. so uh i saw that microsoft had added the fps boost to this game and what's great about it is since i'm playing on a series x i am playing the backwards compatible xbox one x version of it which outputs the game at 1440p and now it's up at 60 frames a second so the game looks fantastic uh, I would say it actually looks like a modern, almost like a PS5 game or or a Series X game. Like it looks really crisp and it's good. But I have I just started a few days ago and I'm already 12 hours into it, and the story has just hooked me, man. <laughs> it has just got me by the balls of Vice Grip. Um, and uh, so I tried playing this game back not long after it came out on I think on PS4 and I could not get into it. I don't know what it was, but it just didn't pique my interest. But now playing it now, I'm just in. Um and so I'm at the point now where I can get powers like the so Typhons are the that's the alien name. Um but so far I'm not really interested in the Typhon powers. I they 
I just kind of like more just like sneaking around and uh, clowning these aliens using my stealth and my weapons and stuff. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, what's another reason I don't like using the aliens uh, powers is because there's a bunch of, t- of turrets around the game that are just set up and they like they shoot aliens and if you inject enough alien DNA into you, they will they'll start shooting you. Um, and I'm just like, turrets are my friends. I don't want those things shooting me. Uh, so, see, I'm just more um, just going around. Uh, it kind of reminds me of what Josh. See, Andrew, Andrew, I uh, I I I thought that you would want to be someone who who would want a bunch of alien yeah. DNA. Yeah. Just yeah. Wow, I knew you did. <laughs> um, the game kind of reminds me of uh, like a Deus Ex game almost. Um, to where like there's a lot of hidden like rooms, um, and it's set up to where like, well, there's a pass go for this room, but a lot of the rooms that there's alternate ways in the rooms. You just have to find them. Um, if you don't want to look for the passcode, uh, save scummies in the game. So I save scum all the time. Uh, and the weapons are pretty, are pretty good. Um, especially the, the glue gun is the one I'm always using. Cause what it does is glue G L U U, I think. And it basically like, it's like a foam gun and it shoots this foam and it freezes things, uh, in place. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember that gun. I've played this game like yeah. a few hours of it. I don't remember why I never finished it, but like, or got any further, but that game is so interesting. Yeah, and so now, like, having the game run at 60 frames a second is so... It is. Oh, it makes it feel buttery smooth. Where before, I remember it being like, man, this game is kind of like... It just didn't feel great. Uh, and also the loading time. So on PS4 and Xbox One, uh, the loading would going... Because there's a lot of backtracking, you have to go to other areas... It would take like a minute and a half to load between areas. Now it's like ten, it's like ten seconds down. Oh, God. It goes super fast. Um, so so yeah, I've been putting uh, time into that. Um, I'm hoping I don't know how long the game is, uh, but there's a lot of side quests. I'm trying to do everything because it's just uh, it's just interesting. You know what it actually kind of reminds me of um, is Dead Space. Just not as survival horror. Okay. Um. So, yeah, the, the story is similar. I mean, obviously, on a space station, it's been overrun by aliens. The difference is, I think. Did you beat the first Dead Space, Josh? Uh, I never beat the first Dead Space. The only one, the only one I've ever okay. Because I don't remember if in the original Dead Space, if they're doing. Ex- if the reason if they're doing experiments on aliens or if the aliens just uh, like took over the ship i don't remember what they're doing but in this one uh in prey they're pretty much like doing experiments on these typhons and trying to obviously take their dna and inject them into humans to try and get the powers that the aliens have and then uh there was a breakout the aliens got out of uh containment and pretty much took over the, the whole space station. Um, what's weird, Josh, is uh, the first person I actually saw in the game that was still alive that was talking uh, was this prisoner. And well, I shouldn't say prisoner. He was a, a volunteer, um, in quotes. 
And so story-wise, they said that they would bring volunteers up from Earth that were like criminals. Um, but it was highly implied that they actually faked these criminal records just so people wouldn't feel bad about killing these guys. Um, and so this guy was behind this force field, and you could either choose to kill him or let him out. And I let him out because his voice sounded so familiar. And I looked it up, and Walton Goggins does the voice. It's the only game he's ever done. Who the huh. hell is that? He was Walton Goggins. That's no, a he's a, he's an actor. Um, he does like a, a good Southern voice. He played in Justified. Uh, he's been in Walton. Walter Goggins. Walton yep. Goggins. Um, there he is. Wow, this guy's <laughs> face is. But yeah, interesting. He has a very interesting it, it hairline. It was really weird yeah, that like I was oh like, God. is that is. Is that Walton Goggins? And I looked up, yeah, this is the only, it's just weird. The only game he's ever done was a throwaway character in Prey that he had like 10 lines of dialogue and, and you never see him throughout the rest of the game. Um, at least not that I know of. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of secrets in the, in the game that like uh, you have to read stuff or whatever or, or like just see stuff and you know it's a secret and then you just go and, and there'll be, uh, you know, supplies or whatever the thing that one thing i really like about the game is the uh the recycler and then the thing that you make items in so basically alex uh there's a lot of junk throughout the game that you can find and you pick them all up and you throw them in a the recycler and you press the button and it turns all this shit into like uh little like square cubes and so it like compacts it and then you take all that stuff and you use it to uh make um, just anything. You just find like these blueprints to make these items. These would be ammo or health kits or, um, or the thing that uh, I found finally was the the blueprint to make uh, neuro mods, which are the neuro mods are the things that you get that will give you like uh, you use them to get powers and stuff or like up your abilities. Um, and so you can fabricate those. Uh, and it's just really cool. It's it's a cylinder that this circular thing goes through the tube and it like just makes it right in front of you and drops it out almost like a vending machine um but it's like just like really satisfying uh one of the enemies i saw today actually terrified me it was like this so there's like these phantoms they're just like human-sized typhons that just walk around but i came out of this room and there was like this 30 foot tall one and it was called a uh the, it was called the typhon nightmare and it made this shrieking noise. It just sent a shrill up my back. And then one of our dogs out in the hall started barking once you heard the noise. So yeah, so that's uh, was funny. And that's pretty much what I'm spending my time on. Um, a little non-gaming news. Uh, I found my old Pokemon card collection. And I sold it for $600 today. Ooh. Uh, a guy I work with. Um, yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. No. Well, uh, you no, guys mind we if we take, take a break? break. All okay. right. All right. Welcome back. Uh, I had uh, to get on baby duty. The baby had his shots on Monday. So uh, I had to do the daddy stuff. 
And uh, we really just stopped crying four days nonstop. That's crazy, man. He just <laughs> he just wouldn't shut up. I tried to give him whiskey, and he's like, mm. and he said his first words, which were, "I don't like whiskey, you little bitch." And I was like, "Damn, you gonna say that again?" And then he started yeah. crying. So, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Didn't talk sense. Yeah. No, he hasn't said a word since. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we're here recording on Friday, so. Uh, uh, Andrew, you said you had an update on some games you've been playing. And Josh, yeah. if you have anything too, you go ahead and add that as well. But uh, okay. Andrew, what uh, what update? Yeah, so I mentioned I was playing Prey. Well, I beat Prey last night. So, <laughs> ooh, wait, really? Yeah. How long is that game? Uh, so I did most of the side, like side missions, and mm-hmm. I put twenty eight hours into it. So, oh, that's not bad. Um, yeah, I think if you were just mainlining, uh, you could be in around. 15 20 hours so okay that's that's um, a, that's a nice game that's a nice uh, chunk yeah. of the game i like that um i wasn't too happy with the ending um but i don't know if you guys are ever planning on playing it um but i mean i could i could spoil it if you want me to but uh i don't i i don't care i don't Josh. mind spoilers ever but do you mind if I say what the ending to pray is? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't realize you said that. Um, no, I I don't care. I'm okay. I'm not a, I'm uh, not really so, so throughout the whole game, you know, you can choose to get these alien powers or not. Um, you can save people or not. Uh, throughout the game, and at the very end, uh, you see this coral stuff. Is they call it coral, which is like this orange. Kind of like, mm, trying to think of what I would, how I would call it. Just this like orange, like dust that goes in the air. Um, And it starts appearing around the space station. And they say it's the aliens that they call it coral. And there's some kind of message that's broadcasting. And uh, so eventually a big like motherfucking alien comes out through space and like wraps itself around the whole space station. Uh, and so you have a choice. You can either destroy the space station or you have this null wave device, which is, uh, supposedly supposed to just like destroy the aliens, but keeping everything intact. Um, but you don't know if it'll work. And so I saved it and then I did both endings just to see, you know, the differences and surprise, surprise, they both end the same fucking way. (laughs) Which, whoa, which is, whoa, yeah, whoa. so it gives you like a, a, it makes you think there's a choice, but both ways you end it, either you destroy the aliens and, or if you destroy the space station, after the credits, uh, a computer screen lifts above like your supposed face and you're sitting in a chair and you see your brother standing in front of you that could have died in the game. And you see other like uh floating robot things. Like there's robots that kind of look like, um. Uh, those little like rectangular looking robots that in the game like they either administer health or administer like suit repairs or they can be like someone using them as like just walkie talkies talking somewhere. So your brother's standing there with these three other robots and they're like these three people who you helped in the game like saved or whatever and they're ex- and they're explaining stuff of, like oh well in the game or they they saved me doing this and this and. Uh, and they keep saying they, they don't say like she or he, uh, and, or they say it. And eventually, uh, your brother is like, let me show you something. He spins your chair around and it shows like, uh, it turns on a big screen. He's like, 
this is Earth now, and Earth is covered in this like coral stuff, and you're a Typhon, and all you were doing is you were reliving memories of uh, Morgan, which is a character you're supposed to be, and they're saying like, uh, if he replays out the memories of Morgan, how is is this thing going to do good or be bad? Because we want this thing's help in fighting the aliens, and so you can choose at the end. It gives you a choice of like. Because he's like, uh, if if you believe that you can help us, take my hand. And so you can choose either take your brother's hand or kill them all. And I just chose to take, oh, okay. take his hand. But either way, the game just ends the same way. No matter if you choose to blow up the, sta- the space station or save the aliens, alien or, or or destroy the aliens, aliens still inhabit Earth. It doesn't matter. And so I wasn't a huge fan of how, of how they did that. Um, uh, but I still like the game. I still I'm still happy I played it. It was still really good storytelling up until the end, which I feel like a lot of games don't stick that landing. Um, I feel like it is hard to, to finish over the rest yeah. of the game. And I feel like maybe I suppose this could have been them trying to set up a sequel or something. Uh, I don't think it's ever getting made because Prey uh, notoriously had like it did not sell very well. Um, but I, I, if they make if they make a sequel, I really want them to tie it into the the first game that was on 360, in, in PS3. I really don't think they will. Oh, yeah, um, the one that was the, yeah. the one that was made by yeah. Realms. And I think that um, apparently there is an Easter egg in the game that hints, not hints, but an Easter egg that like it's just like a funny homage to the original Prey game, I guess. I I, I didn't oh, find it. Man. Um, other than that, this I love. Yeah, other game. than that, this game has nothing to do with that game. Yeah, um, that's what I've heard. So I that, that first game was wild. Yeah. Dude. So like, just to make make it just a quick thing. Uh, so my first Xbox 360 game, official Xbox 360 game, was four games. Uh, my first one I got at Christmas, which was Condemned Criminal Origins from my grandma. Not a bad game. That's a weird one from your grandma. No, but it was real weird. Yeah, that my yeah. Gra- yeah, I was 14. <laughs> it was great. Um, uh, it was Raw vs. SmackDown 2006, okay. Gears of War 1, and the original Prey. And I love the original Prey. Yeah, it's those so are uh, fucking weird. Those are three good games. Yes, yes. The SmackDown <laughs> vs. Raw, whatever. Fuck off. Fuck off. Wrestling games were fun when we were high schoolers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I I played a little bit of that play of play before. I would love to play it again, you know, at some point because I think it's a really interesting game. Um, yeah, yeah, good. Josh, you got anything? Uh, you been uh, anything extra you've been playing? Um, nope, it's same from what we previously recorded on Monday. No, okay, no updates. Cool. Uh, I'm. Well, uh... I am. Uh, I was on my original Xbox that I modded my uh, clear crystal one, and so I um I have a two terabyte drive in there, and I have just under three hundred games on it, and I'm only using up like seven hundred gigabytes out of two terabytes, and I, I was like, you know, I spent all that money to get that two terabyte drive, and I need to take advantage of it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put more games on it. Cool. Sick. I uh, did my did my weekly. Hey, let's go on eBay and look for old video game consoles because I would like to have a bunch of crap on there, and then I just don't get them. Yeah. Like I really want to mod one just because I want like a console with a ridiculous amount of games that I can just 
fuck around with once in a while. Uh, I was thinking about I'm, I really I really want to play a bunch of stuff on the 3DS that I didn't play, like the Pokemon games, mm-hmm. Zelda's. I don't know. So <sighs> before we move on, did y'all watch that Suicide Squad trailer? Yeah, that was. I actually think it awesome. looks pretty good. I do too. It looks so funny. Like, first off, let me tell you. Okay, straight up, straight up, John Cena is an awesome actor. Like, he is kills it. He's so good yeah. at just like playing, just a good, good John Cena role. He's really good, and like, I think his humor fits really well. Um, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is King Shark, and that really what that's funny. the thing that's with that. Cena that I think is funny is. When it shows him on the bus, his shirt looks five sizes too small, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> and he's got these like striped, like knee high socks on that he just says pulled all the way up, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's, God, it's so, it's so funny. Um, I don't know. Okay. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Hold on. Hey. Sarah, who is the guy who oh, I don't know where she is? Oh, Pete something. Oh, Pete Davidson. He was he was dating Ariana yeah, Grande. Yeah, he was on yep, yep, SNL. Yep. Yeah. He, yeah, and he's in there. And he looks like when I saw him, I think he's too famous to be in that movie. And what I mean by that is, he's, recognizable he's too like recognizable, recognizable that when you saw him, he was in like a prison outfit, and you're like, yeah, that's Pete Davidson. He's probably been to prison. Like, I don't think. Yes, it's not too. Yes, like, yeah. I could be like, oh, he's playing himself. exactly. That's yeah, not a surprise. That's true. <laughs> but uh, we have uh, we have a good amount of um, uh, news here, and as the uh, resident fighting game expert, because I know none of y'all have anything on your consoles as a fighting game. I have Street Fighter Five on my PlayStation Five, and. That makes me the resident fighting game expert. Sony bought Evo. Um, yeah, for some for some how? reason, like. But no, like how? What? How? I, okay, I thought Evo was just like, I didn't realize it. Was, it was like a, a thing that could be bought. I thought Evo was just some sort of like competition. Yeah, but I, I think it's like I, the. I it just a um, yeah, it's the they're the company that puts on the. Yeah, I didn't and, know it was a company. Yeah. I thought I thought it was just like. I mean, if you think about uh, like someone could buy E3 if they bought the e, the ESA, yeah. then they would own e, they would own E3. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Well, um, from what I can gather from everybody else in the industry, it seems like that most of these um, fighting games uh, were played on PlayStation consoles, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the, really so like, obviously uh, there's the situation that came out last year about uh, the sexual impropriety coming from, was it a contestant or was it someone who, I don't remember, was it someone that like puts on the event or something? I think it was someone that like puts on the I, event. It was. I can't, I know what the story is. I just yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, basically I think he, he was uh, accused of a bunch of sexual impropriety. He's no longer with the company. Um, and I think that mm. Evo just had a lot of like bad press going on, and mm. I'm pretty sure that the people that owned it were kind of just like, we kind of want out of the game now, and we just want to sell this and move on, you know, do other stuff. Because um, Evo, it can still be a brand, you know, if it's got the right people running it to actually like uh, put on a good show. 
Um, the thing now is like, is Sony going to be able to get either Microsoft or, or Nintendo to play game? I don't think they're going to be able to. Nintendo is, Maybe. I think it's, Nintendo is not going to give them Smash. I, I just, I think Smash is gone now. No, um, no, and, no. Which is, it is what yeah, it is. Nintendo just sure. doesn't seem like they care about any of these communities. And with all the allegations going on, it wasn't just Evo. I think there was a bunch of other companies that had allegations for stuff too. So I think Nintendo is just like, we don't need this bad press with our games. I know, I know that there's like, I know that there's like, some professional yeah. players on the sure. team that are also yep. um, um so and then you know, with Microsoft it. really the only thing they own is uh uh help me out here uh Killer Instinct is yeah yeah Killer Instinct and and that one really hasn't been like hasn't been either played or hasn't been on any yeah. tours or anything. um so yeah I think Sony will they'll put on an event for it apparently so we'll see um, I I also feel like Nintendo is kind of like it's weird. It's like they don't want people to run <laughs> independent fan events and use their games, and but they won't run their own. Yeah, and they won't they won't run their own either. And it's almost like when people are like, "Hey, we want to run an event and we want to uh, feature, you know, like Smash Bros." And it's like Nintendo's like, "Well, no, we don't want you guys doing that." And then, but Nintendo's also like, we're not going to do it either. It's like, so how are people supposed to have, like, actual, like, sponsored gaming events with Smash? And I guess the answer is they're not. But it's it's just it's just a huge disservice to the the gaming community that, because I mean we've supported Smash Bros for so long, and if it wasn't for the fans, Smash Bros wouldn't be how as big as it is today. Right. It's it. I just I feel like Nintendo just doesn't want their properties to exist outside of what they have them for. Like whatever whatever they give you, they that's all they want to give you. They don't want they don't want any they don't want it to be anywhere else. They don't want anyone else. It's they're so behind. So behind. Okay, what else we got? Let's see. So sticking with uh, Sony here, um, Sony's giving away a bunch of games. Yeah, yeah, man, they are, and they're yeah, available. For, and this is for free, even if you don't have PS Plus. They're just free to own for anyone, and this is part of their Play at Home initiative. Uh, and so there are nine games available right now. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be free in the coming weeks. I think it's like a couple weeks away. And Ratchet and Clank will be gone on yeah, Tuesday, 31st. I believe, the 31st. Um, and, uh, but yeah, these nine games... Are why don't they have these listed? That's really annoying. Uh, there are Abzu, The Witness, Enter the Gungeon, Subnautica, Res Infinite, Moss, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Paper Beast, and Thumper. Uh, three of these games are VR only. Um, yeah, yeah. get them anyways, just in case, just in case they ever become backwards compatible. Always, always get. I think it is funny them. seeing people on Twitter complain about these games when they are free. That makes me chuckle. Yes, they're free. I yes. love free things. You can give me mm-hmm. as many free things as you want. It might suck, but see, it yeah. is free. Um, whenever, whenever I see the name Paper Beast, it reminds me uh-huh. of other guys who are like yeah. Paper Beast. Uh, so <laughs> not much else to say about these games. Just cool things Sony's doing. Um. 
Sony also showed off their uh, new VR controllers. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, they are like very it. reminiscent of the Oculus Quest controllers. Uh, which <laughs> are cool. Um, and I find it funny how PlayStation kind of piecemealing out information about the VR headset. And it kind of makes you think... So, Jim Ryan had that interview... It was either earlier this year or late last year where someone asked him about VR and he was saying how, well, we're not going to get out of VR game, but eventually we're going to do it again. Is it going to be next year? No. Is it going to be the year after? No. But eventually down the line. And then immediately, just a few months later, they're just like, yeah, we're doing the next VR. It's basically almost like Sony's like, fuck you, Jim Ryan. Like, you're an idiot. Like, why are you talking? I, I, I just don't get it. They're like two completely different wording coming out of Sony. Um, I also think they're doing this because uh, they're going to be giving out dev kits at some point. And oh, yeah, I mean, that's well pretty much why they say that, like, yeah, these are going out to developers. But I, I'm just saying that, like, what if, if it's going out this soon, only months, <laughs> four or five months after Jim Ryan had that interview, why did he say in the interview that, like, yeah, it's going to be a while before we do VR again? Like, it's like, did he because not know? Probably like, dude, not you're very fucking, good at like, job. president of, of PlayStation. Like, what are you doing? He might not, like, he might not. It seems like a lot of people don't think he's very smart, so I don't know. Like, I I think, I think it was probably the most likely explanation is that originally he was showing, like, a timeline or just, like, people going, hey, we're making this, but we, the announcement list is not going to be until, like, 2022, Blend, they probably got some people who are like, hey, you know what? When this goes out to devs, there's a very good chance this is going to leak. And it would probably be better if we just got in front of lists. And that was probably after Jim Ryan said that it's going to be a while before they talk about it. Yeah, maybe. Um, I just think it's like, it's like there's no communication going on. Um, but who knows? I mean, there's not much else to say about this now. Uh, maybe once... It'll be interesting to see, because they're saying if this is going out to developers, I'm assuming there's going to be some type of headset going out to developers too. So we haven't said seen that yet. Yeah, I would assume so. Uh, so that's it for PlayStation news. Let's get on like these random stories here. Get these out of the way. Uh, the next Call of Duty is reportedly called World War II Vanguard, and it's being developed by Sledgehammer. Which are the ones that did Call of Duty World War Two three years ago? Question mark? Four years ago? Maybe somewhere around there. I think so. Uh, I think it's Four dumb. <laughs> the Yep, I think it's yeah. a stupid name and I think it's a stupid stop exactly. going back to World War Two. The I'm last World War Two Call of Duty one that came out three or four years ago. I mean, I guess people like the story in it, but other than that, like it didn't sell. I mean, the thing it sold. It's a Call of Duty game. But what I mean is like the reception-wise, it seemed like wasn't as great as what these newer ones are. Um, I don't know. I just think Sledgehammer has a lot to prove. Uh, but yeah, you got any thoughts, Josh? Uh, I don't know. I I feel like 
I feel like it's been a while since we've had a World War II shooter. But then I realize it has it actually hasn't been a while. And I, I, I think they need to concentrate on the story and like have a good reason to go back to World War Two. And I don't know. I, I, I think it could be you know good. And you know, one thing I didn't really like about the last big World War Two game we got was the one. It was the battlefield, and I just feel like they kind of concentrated on shit that either it almost seemed like alternate history of World War Two they're doing, you know, like with the woman with like the prosthetic robotic yeah, arm and shit. Because that was and, a battlefield uh, and, five, right? Uh, I, I don't remember what battlefield it was, but I, I mean, I don't know if it was technically like alternate history, but. To me, I I think that they should focus more on like maybe some real story, like have video game versions of it, but kind of start in like some real stories and stuff, and may or like some real battles, yeah. uh, or or make it make it a real like closed in singular story, like you know, like a, like a Brothers in Arms kind of thing. Well, it's Call of Duty, so they're definitely not going to do that. Um... Yeah. Oh man, there's gonna be a dude yelling, uh-huh. "Fuck you!" and then like shoot you really, really, really. Honestly, rough. we're gonna get we're gonna get a uh, a twitch shooter, and to where you're gonna have to press X to pay respects again. So, ah, oh, sick! Can't wait. I can't wait to press X to pay respects in six days in Belgium. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights has been delayed. Just a another casualty of 2021. Yeah. Uh, I think that this year is going to be just a just a wash. We're gonna look back at twenty one and be like, you know, this is the year that like everything was delayed and we got like two good like new games. Like it's kind of sad that normally the end of March is when you get a a pretty significant around amount of games come out because that's the end of the fiscal fiscal quarter or fiscal year. I, I mean, mm-hmm. and usually a lot of, a lot of publishers like get the games out. Let's get them out. Let's get them on the books whatever this year there's nothing in march and even the next big game coming out is in may which is resident evil and past that nothing else has a release date new game wise i mean we got the mass effect oh that's right and mario Mario in june uh and then mass effect trilogy in may but i mean that's just remasters but yeah so mario golf and uh resident evil the only really big games we know they're coming out with release dates mm-hmm. um but yeah i think this is just uh obviously i don't know if there yeah there's not a list in here um actually there's kind of a list um obviously uh hogwarts legacy uh lord of the rings golem grand turismo 7 vampire the masquerade bloodlands 2 and more including gotham knights so it seems like this the list is only going to get bigger it's, I think every month we're probably going to have a couple uh, big games, which is why I laughed when uh, last week, I think it was, that the Dying Light 2 devs put out that video and said that they're still targeting 2021. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doubt it. Yeah, it'd be cool. You but, do. I hope you um, do. I hope you do. But they've been working on that game. Yeah. They've been working on that uh, game and then, for a while, though. Yeah. So that's why it's like, okay, I could maybe see it because it's been I think it was like, 20, two years ago, 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then so this long is time just ago. still yeah, it's even longer. So reconfirming to me that 
God of War is not coming out this year. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. No, I, I, delay everything, make it better. Yeah. Um, I don't want to play a shitty game. Please move your games if you have to. Mm-hmm. We will not be mad. Uh, so we do fun. know of another semi-big game coming in September, which is the new <sighs> Life is Strange game. And one thing I like about this is they're completely Yay. bucking the episodic release. I like that. I'm happy they. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, they're I just dropping the game about uh, this, so at one time. Which I'm excited about because the game actually looks decent. You know, I, I did you watch the Square Enix uh, presentation, Alex? So I know Josh is working. I don't think you you didn't watch it at work, right, Josh? Okay, so I watched no, it, I and most of the of Square Enix thing was like whatever. But getting the Life is Strange stuff, they're using a new engine. And they're actually showing uh, it's the first Life is Strange game that's fully mocap, and they're showing like behind the scenes of of the people being filmed when they're mocapping, and then showing like on the on screen stuff, and the movements in the game is so like lifelike and they're so like realistic to me, like the way the characters are moving. I'm I was just watching it being like, video games are fucking cool. <laughs> Like this, the game, whether it's good or not, like I mean, it it looks interesting. I'm just the way they're made, like it's it's pretty cool. Um, but uh, it it's about a girl. She goes back to like her hometown or something, and someone there. Uh, she is investigating why one of her friends, Greg, was killed, and she has the power of psychic empathy. Aww. Um, why did Greg die? And I guess what God that means it, is she is able to physically see how anyone around her is feeling. That would be a shitty yeah. so, power. I mean, I guess it could be because of superpower. Yeah, so if that someone is, is, is feeling sad but not showing it, she can see that. If someone is lying, she can tell if someone's lying. Um, uh, so yeah, so... Okay. So, so, so you think there's going to be some like investigative-ish? Like, I think so. Because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it'd be like dialogue trees that would. Yeah. Be um, lying or whatever. I think, uh, like, I don't. Did, did you watch a trailer for this, Alex? I yeah. I think you should no, give it a watch I, because I there's actually a part it. where she's playing guitar, and is very cool looking the way they mm-hmm. they mocap that. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. uh, so this is being I developed by Deck Nine, uh, which did not do the. Deck <laughs> Nine. Deck Nine is yeah, Deck Nine uh, is making this. Uh, Jesus. The they did not develop the other base ones. They did Life is Strange before the storm. And I think uh, uh, who are the other ones? The other Life is Strange that was uh, Don't Nod. I'm pretty. Yeah, they. I think. What is uh, so they did the obviously the two other Life is Strange games. They did um, what was that vampire? They did vamp vampire. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, vampire. I think they have another. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, tell me. They, they did tell, tell me why. why. And tell I why. think that's that they have said that they're working on their next thing. I don't know if we know where it is yet. Um, but yeah, this game it looks interesting. Um, them dropping it all at once will give me more of a reason to play it. Josh, did you see anything about this? Uh, no, and I've 
I'm not super interested in, in you know, okay. any of Life um, Strange games. Interestingly, so the char- the main character is voiced by this actress named Erica Mori, but her singing voice is actually done by someone else in the game. Or it's sorry, done oh, by cool. a different actress. Um, hmm. Is there any uh, <sighs> any famous actors or uh, or just more like famous in the video uh, game world? No one has been announced yet. Um, although similar to how Last of Us Two had that song by Eddie Vedder, um, this is uh, Radiohead. Radio <laughs> no, Radiohead Shakira. Creep is a. Uh, attached to this game so hmm. yeah they got a they're gonna have cool. uh, for some yeah. reason they have Shakira <laughs> hits don't lie in this <laughs> well, well duh, yeah. she has the ability to tell the hips do uh, and then Square Enix also uh, showed off more of Project Athia which is now known as Forspoken and anytime that in the game where when you see a dragon and one of the characters says, is that a motherfucking dragon? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, for real? Is that a dialogue option every time? Yeah, this one I'll does have a... For the rest of my life. I can do what is this? The, it, it does have an actual like actress that's on this. Um, I don't know why it's not saying this. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's a apparently a famous in quotes actress is playing the main character in this, um, and it kind of looks like gameplay looks similar to like Final Fantasy 15, but it looks like it's set in like present day in some of okay. it, and there's dragons. So, yeah, has a release year of 2022. When the Whenever I heard the name Forspoken, it made me think of uh, that little guy from uh, Mandalorian, and he'd be going like, I have Forspoken. I'm trying to get why they're not saying what this woman's name is. Whatever. Seeing as it's a Square Enix, they say 2022, but expect So, moving on, how about a nice heaping helping of Xbox news? Yeah. Keep been helping. So, are, are yeah, we, we were done with Sony a little while ago. Uh, didn't you want to talk about the possibility? Oh of yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, because I was going through and compiling news again, and I didn't see that. I forgot IGN didn't report on that. Uh, yeah, so it's being heavily rumored that Sony is going to close down the. Vita, PS3, and PSP stores uh, starting in July, I think, will be PS3 and PSP and then Vita in August, which I didn't even know the PSP store is even still up. I thought they took that down a while ago. So so here's the thing. They removed the ability to go online with a PSP several years ago. I was, I mean, it's, it, it's probably like 2014 that they did it, something like that. But since since then, you can go on. You were able to go online, go to the PlayStation Store, download PSP games, and then transfer them to your okay, PSP. Sounds like a big hassle. Huh. Um. And so, well, yeah, it was. And so that's you know that's how they had it. But now you know they're gonna allegedly shut that down, and yeah, also shut down the PlayStation Vita store. 
and shut yeah, down the PlayStation 3 store. Which, this and, is really sad. Um, I think if you have a... Yeah. Hey, Josh, mute your mic again. And then mute it. Mute I think if you have a digital storefront like this, I mean, it's hard to say you got to keep it up in perpetuity, but I, it's hard because... Yeah, because when when people buy you stuff, you gotta do something to keep that in your history. Because there's only there's sometimes yeah. there's there's, a, there's some games that you can only and find. it's like DLC Via for games also. Stars. And I think it's just it's weird to see mm-hmm. two completely different philosophies with Microsoft and Sony when it comes to preserving games or backwards compatibility. And you got Phil Spencer who's just like, you know, our history of games is so important to us. That's why we want you to be able to play these original Xbox games or 360 games, whatever, what have you. And then you have Jim Ryan being like, old games are old. Who wants to play them? Like, who cares? Um, so, I don't know. I mean, this is this is still rumor. Although I do think that Sony not saying anything is pretty loud, um, which makes me think this is true, that they're just figuring out the best way to say this. I think the only thing that really matters now is... Yeah. Once they shut these down, are you still going to be able to download your stuff? Because when Nintendo shut down the Wii uh, virtual shop, you're you're no longer able to access that and download anything you bought. They're just gone. So, is yeah. would Sony do that also? I I would also say that you know. To me, it's it wouldn't be as big of a deal if they shut down the stores and then you know still allow people to download shit that they own, and it, it would be a big deal if they took that away. And I also would like to know what's going to happen to online in general for the PlayStation Vita and the PS3 after this. Are we looking at are they going to sh- you know are they going to take away the ability to go online at all for the PS3 and PlayStation Vita anytime soon? Well, and- you can't go online on an original Xbox. But I mean, I, I know that's I know it's later. Um, and then you know what what does that mean about trophies? You know, because there are a lot of people who like to play these games and get trophies. And if you can't if you can't ping a server anymore to upload your trophies, and that we'll see. This is what makes me think that a lot of gamers. There, that stuff is still going to stay online. I think because with PS Now, they're not going to be like, well, PS Now, any PS3 game you play, you can't get trophies in. Like that, yeah, that's not going to make sense because yeah. all those games, they're still going to allow you to play those on PlayStation now. Um, I just really wish that they just figure out a way to let you download them. Like back when Xbox One came out, Phil Spencer said on camera that it wasn't possible for backwards compatibility, but they got a bunch of, the, of uh, uh, what would you say, like just people behind the scenes. Um, designers what have you look at the system and they figured it out like why can't sony do that just get people there and fucking figure it out i mean there's there's so many great ass independent monitors out there like sony just needs to gather a bunch of them give them some fucking burritos and mountain dew throw them into a basement let them figure the fuck you know figure the fuck out and and you know i'm sure you know they might require a little bit more like i mean hell the guy that figured out 
how to decrease loading times for GTA 5 and PC. Yeah. Rockstar gave might as well just hire that fucking uh, guy. Rockstar Rockstar gave him ten thousand dollars, and so I mean, Sony would probably have to like pay him or something. But I I feel like there's a good chance that if you got a group of mod- modders together, they'd be able to figure it out. But also, Sony has been really cagey in the past about letting people have yeah. access to like their fucking PlayStation code. I mean, if you remember back in the day, there's this big lawsuit. People were modifying their PS3s, and Sony were like, you don't know, just because you bought yeah. the hardware, and, and give which you is right completely true. It. Because if you I, if you sign their their EULAs or whatever that that has that in it, um, my thing is like on a on a PlayStation Store and a Vita Store, that's the only way right now to buy PS1 classics and play them. No other way. They never put it on PS4, and it's not on PS5. So if those stores go under, it's done. That's it. I I think it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I, you, you, someone. Need, yeah, like it's so you need to be able to preserve game history. Exactly. It's so anyway, easy. Anyway, any like, way that you if someone's a film buff, it's so easy to bring up uh, the Godfather. And and show it to someone and say this was one of the best movies that's ever come out back in the day, mm-hmm. and and show someone that and people can be like, holy shit, yeah, this still holds up. This is a great movie. Now Sony's just like, now you guys can't go back and play the original Metal Gear. You guys can't go back and play fucking whatever. Well, sure, well, you, yeah, you I, can, I know, but I'm just saying that like, who? Most people don't have access to those, though. They do have access on their PlayStation 4 yeah. or PS5 and the internet to where they can download it. Oh. And I feel like, you know, Sony's thing is, like, if you want to play PS3 games, get a PS3, go to your local uh, used game store, buy a disc, and play it. And, you know, they... I can't imagine they're getting a lot of money from yeah. PS3 game sales anymore. And so... I think they're going. They probably looked at it and said, "It's, it's either costing us more yeah. now, or it's going to cost us more in the future to keep these servers yeah. up." And I think another question what would we're be, getting from games. So games. Colin Moriarty is a game developer. Um, he works with a, a different guy, and they run Lily Mill Games. They're the ones that make Habroxia, Habroxia Two, uh, Twin Breakers came out last year. So. They make games on PlayStation 5, PS4, and Vita. And Sony just sent him and his partner last year, uh, at the end of the last year, a Vita... Uh, what would you call it, Josh? Yeah, a Vita dev kit. And so yeah, 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 their their next game, they plan That's on cool. releasing in on Vita, but the Vita store is supposed to go under at the end of July. Like... And he said that he's talked to other developers who are making Vita games, and Sony has not uh, told any of them that the Vita store is going under. So what's gonna what's gonna happen? Like, are these are these people that are making Vita games just supposed to be like, well, I guess we're not fucking doing this anymore? Like, I it, it's weird. Yeah. It, 
Well, who knows? We don't even know. Like, this, yeah. These are just rumors. There hasn't been, there's been no confirmation from anybody besides Gamer or Dot. Exactly. But if it's, if it's, but like, I understand that Sony might have a policy yeah, on we don't no. comment on rumor and speculation. But when a rumor is something this big and it has such big, uh, consequences for for certain people i think that sony should just come really just if it if it's not true sony really should just make a statement and be like you know we don't normally comment on rumor and speculation but this this is a non-story this isn't true move on uh, also though sony could be going this rumor and speculation has just caused our playstation 3 digital sales to skyrocket that's true downloading games so maybe, so maybe, so yeah. So maybe they're like, you know what? We're gonna ride this out, even if it's not yeah. true, and let people keep giving us fucking money. We'll see, though. I mean, I, I would have thought that if this was true, uh, Sony would have made a statement on either Wednesday or Thursday, which they did not. Um, but I mean, you know, maybe we'll. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe we're here something next week or sometime in uh, April. So Who yeah, knows? that that is now the official end of PlayStation news. Uh, Xbox Live is now uh, called the Xbox Network. <laughs> They're copying PlayStation over there. <laughs> yeah, it's such it's such a boring name. Like I feel like Bill Gates has pushed up his fucking fucking block glasses and he made sure his pocket protectors all nice he's like yeah guys we're doing the xbox it's... network wait xbox xbox that's that uh that's that strange box it's almost like three, uh right? yeah, yeah xbox network. nordic was like all right we're now the embracer group <laughs> just sounds like a bunch of guys in black suits just boring as hell i don't know um, but yeah, that's kind of what the Xbox network makes me think of. Now, the official wording for Microsoft is that Xbox Live still exists. It's just everything is being under a new umbrella now that is called the Xbox network. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, but Xbox Live is just. Yeah. Xbox Live is I don't There's know. There's a lot of vintage, stuff. Vintage, it's classic. I, I think yeah, it seems that. like it seems like they're getting Xbox rid of Live meant the term Xbox like, Live Gold. Um and they're yeah. now cuz yeah, with okay. this move they're now also uh allowing people to play free to play games for free on the Xbox, which they weren't allowed able to do that before. Uh that is now rolling out to mm. people in the preview program and it'll roll out to everyone within the coming months. Um so I mean that that's cool. So Alex, uh, something I had a uh, quite a long time ago, and I wish I would have kept it. But there's a uh, back when like the 360 first came out. I think I know you what you're could talking get about. like this. Uh, it was almost like an ID card. Was it like a credit card? It, yeah, it, I, I yeah. It, it looked like a credit card, but you couldn't use it yep, as a credit it card. See through. It had your yeah. gamer tag. And on it. You I, used it yeah. Oh, I, I wish you would have fucking kept that. I don't sir, know we need proof that you're an actual gamer. So you back, well, here's my proof, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, well, Here's my fucking. Here's my 14 year old here's, me. Here's my gamer card. Um. Man, it's just and remember like mm. old like Xbox Live shit, like Xbox Live Silver. Yes, we're like um, when I first bought my Xbox, uh, it came yeah. with that little headset with the little like here's a seven day free trial of Xbox Live, and it all like 
It yeah. has like cool font. I really like the old logo of Xbox Live. It just looked kind of cool because at the time it was like 2005, and that was like the first time I got internet. And I just felt like, whoa, I'm like on the internet. Was- I saw this uh, this thing online not too long ago. It was a sealed box from original Xbox. It was the uh, yep. it was the Xbox Live Starter Kit, and it came with mm-hmm. an, with a headset, mm-hmm. like a, a free trial to Xbox Live. And I was like, I was yeah. like, man, that so, would you know, be cool to have my to collection. I didn't, I didn't go for it, though. But uh, when we got our Xbox around 2005, I remember uh, telling my parents or my mom specifically, like, "Hey, I want to get an Xbox Live, but to do that, I need to take the phone cord and I need to plug it in the Xbox." And she told me, "No, you're not allowed to do that. I don't know what yep. you're gonna do." Yep. And for like a couple of weeks, I was like, "Fuck, I guess I can't do this." But one day when she was working, I was like, "Fuck you, mom," and I. And I did it. And I played online for the first time. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> we, I used to have to do that. My Xbox was in the computer room. So it would be next to the right, next computer and yeah. take it out, put yep. it back in. And then, and then I got a router. Got, and my life changed and then, forever. And then trying, to tell, trying to persuade your parents that it's worth it. For them to yep. give you fifty dollars to play online games. Yo, check this out. Check this out. So, so my dad for the longest time, like for a birthday present, got me Xbox Live and kept paying it. Well, he used it on a credit card, and that credit card expired or was canceled for I'm talking like five solid years. Never got charged a dollar nice. for Xbox Live. Huh. My account still was able to do everything. I never and then, but then one day, one day I got the notification of oh. Actually, my dad got notification of uh, like, um, yeah, of, of it trying to be charged, yep. but wasn't charged or something. Uh, and then I got, and then I paid for my own. But like for Dude, a solid there is no, years, you, there man, was no one at Microsoft at that time looking at that dollar shit. Dollar Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit, dude. Also, one of my favorite Xbox Live memories, and then we can probably move on. Uh, so there was a, a couple achievements in Test Drive Unlimited to win online races. I was like, I'm never gonna win. So I got disconnected for the first time, and I won a race. Okay, so every time I got the race to win it, I kept plugging the internet cord, and I got free. You're uh, Uh, you're gonna get a uh, you're gonna your dad's gonna get a knock on his door. It's gonna be that (laughs) the Microsoft police telling him that uh, he owes him like two hundred bucks for free Xbox Live. Your dad's gonna be like, I don't don't want my credit (laughs) shit. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Microsoft is in talks to buy Discord for a uh, a solid a solid stack of ten billion dollars. I I don't think this. Dude, Microsoft. They're over the the past year have just showed that they have like, (laughs) yeah, like they just have fuck you money. Like they're just like company. Before, <laughs> now they kind of showed a little bit of Minecraft back in the day, but now it's like they used to wear like big puffy pants. Now they're wearing like these tight pants where they're just balls just show like crazy, and I was like, "Holy shit, they got a big honking package down there!" <laughs> they just tossed out there on the man. table, and they're just like, "Yeah, ten billion, whatever." Oh man, no big deal for us. The only it's the only thing I'm worried about is. You know, Microsoft bought Skype many, many years ago, and now, it's like, 
I'm sure there's still people who use Skype, but Skype is not in the zeitgeist. And I'm just like I'm worried that they're gonna that if they buy Discord, that it's gonna it's gonna be the like, yeah. It's I don't be think the, so the though. Of the and end and of here's Discord, why. You know um, I think Discord has risen above and similar to like back in the day, people thought MySpace was gonna be the big thing, and then Facebook came in and was like, "Nah, nah, MySpace, we're gonna do it right." And then Facebook became the big thing. Now I think Facebook is so big that they're never gonna go away. You're not going to see anything come ahead and take Facebook down to where Facebook becomes nothing. It's not going to happen. And I think Discord is that now with gaming. And I think that as long as Microsoft buys them and doesn't say, well, now you're exclusive to just us or whatever, as long as they still let everyone else use it, I think that it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't think they're. I don't. I just think exactly. they're integrated into the Xbox. Yeah, that would be awesome. And they can and even start using Discord just be for their It'll own. It'll just be more integrated. You know, because I mean, a lot Microsoft of businesses use Microsoft like uh, executive stuff for like their business, their meetings and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like yeah, exactly. So so they, they could they could weave it into like make it because a lot of a lot of like what I a lot of Discord on Discord is uh, yeah. <laughs> Is uh, people just see Discord used as a gaming like uh, option, but like you can do a lot. Like right now, yeah. we could record this podcast in Discord yeah. with video chat, with audio, and uh, a lot of a lot of people yeah. do that. A lot of people use Discord just to like have like a mass text between their people at work. Yep. It's it's uh, I think buying it will probably legitimize it a little bit. Uh, you know, it'll still um, it'll still be used mostly by gamers, but it'll still also be able to be used by a broader range of people, probably being auto, you know, like auto uh, downloaded. Yeah, to and uh, so when this story was first uh, came out a few days ago, it was said that Discord was also in talks with a couple other companies, including Amazon and Google. Well, now it is actually now uh, Microsoft is in exclusive talks with Discord. So now Discord has told everyone else, like, nope, we're not talking anymore. Microsoft is the only people we're talking to. And it's, yeah, and it said that a deal, if it happens, could happen as early as Can't blame month. Them. I wouldn't, I um, wouldn't sell myself to Google. Uh, nice. My, my nice. biggest, my biggest hope is that, so at work, uh, at my job, I use Microsoft Teams and Microsoft Teams is like a, it, it's a, it's a chat service that is uh, developed by Microsoft hmm. and it sucks. I do not like it. I don't, I don't like the features. Some of it is like just overly complicated, and I feel like, you know, if Microsoft bought Discord, it'd be so great if they phased out Teams, and then well, suddenly here, all, all so these businesses. So I don't know if you had to watch. Uh, so so cool. at my job, we just had to recently watch a how-to video on Microsoft Teams, and it was basically about this like woman that had kind of like a European accent and oh, like wow. a very robotic voice. It was almost like ex- watching a video of someone explaining how to use Facebook to your grandma. And this was just like, click on, like, if you want to oh, send a message, oh, click no. on the message field, type in your message. And it was, this was like a 25 minute long video. Did do you have to watch this, Josh? Okay. Well, yeah. So no, because <laughs> I, I, I think okay. my employer. Yeah. So I, we had to watch that and it was so like, <laughs> wow. Like if I, I guess if I was super like electronics illiterate, maybe I'd have to watch this video, but, um, 
but yeah, so I think that so Microsoft Teams <laughs> is kind of a newer. It's not that old, and I think that Microsoft is getting getting a lot of feedback and like, yo, this fucking sucks. <laughs> so, um, it'd be really cool if they uh if they bought Discord. And by the way, you know how they Microsoft spent over seven billion dollars on a uh, uh, Bethesda. Microsoft as a company has already made that back and then some. Like not obviously not Xbox as a yeah. as a division of, of sure. Microsoft, but Microsoft as the company as a whole has already remade that back plus a, a quite a bit. So, um, yeah, it's funny seeing that like Microsoft if they wanted to. Obviously, they're not for sale, but if if they were for sale, Microsoft could just buy gaming <laughs> they could just buy nintendo and sony and be like no yes, it's all microsoft now <laughs> um let's see uh more microsoft news uh, outriders coming to game pass i think it's cool uh, i think this is like the only way this game can survive uh it's not gonna not gonna be on pc game pass though well i mean games Games like that need to have a good, uh, like user base when it comes out, and you know I think uh, I think the best way to do that is put this on Game Pass, where there's all these people who can get into it right away. And uh, is there going to be uh, microtransactions in this game? I'm I'm, I'm not sure. Don't remember if there's or not. Because if if there, I feel like there's probably going to be if it's going to be on Game Pass from day one. Because they they probably want people to get in there and get in legal ecosystem yeah, and maybe start you know start spending some money. Uh, no, it has no microtransactions. Yeah. So, um, Ooh, huh. and okay. then uh, EA Play is finally coming to Xbox Game Pass for PC. Uh, this was supposed to come to Game Pass for PC in December, but it was delayed. Um, and they never said why. Well, it turns out it was because, I guess, because on PC, if you want to play uh, EA games, you have to download the, the EA launcher. Um, and I guess they were having trouble integrating the EA launcher into Game Pass. Um, origin. The, so, the EA launcher is the, uh, You can't, is the if origin? you want to play a, a Game Pass yeah. PC game from EA you still have to download Origin and play it through that. Um, so it's just kind of, they're just kind of, I guess, having trouble integrating the games in the Game Pass, but still having you have to go through Origin. It was weird. Um, but they eventually figured it out, and it came out, I think, last week uh, for Game Pass on PC. So um, that's cool. And then our final story uh, is the only Nintendo story, uh, which is another Bloomberg report of the new switch model which apparently you know what i think at this point i think bloomberg has workers yeah i think they have like bloomberg employees he's like, looking at nintendo like, like spies Christ, you know in nintendo like because they could like these stories they're way more detailed than anyone else has I yeah, think I think there's exactly. a Bloomberg journalist who actually has an uncle who works at Nintendo. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a Bloomberg employee and his last oh name is Bowser, and everyone's just like, "What? That's that's weird." Uh, but yeah, so this uh, this new report saying uh, that it will have uh, 
let's see, 4K, um, and this one is it's going to have DL, DLSS, which uh, stands for Deep Learning Super Sampling, which as of right now is really only on PCs. There's no other handhelds or consoles on the market that uses this. And what this does is uh, it pretty much, it'll upscale the image to make it look 4K without actually outputting 4K. So it's it's similar to uh, on the PlayStation 4 Pro, whenever they would say like Horizon Zero Dawn is 4K, but it's checkerboarded 4K. That was a version of uh, super sampling, but uh, this is NVIDIA is the one that owns the, that runs the DLSS and their version is a lot better than what Sony was using. Um, I was using DLS, DLSS on a, when I was playing um, uh, Cyberpunk on PC. Um, um, I, I, I really wish they would have went with a term yeah. 4K. Uh, I think, I think so yeah, so that so is, uh, they would be using an updated NVIDIA chipset, um, which would have DLSS on it. And apparently um, uh, it requires custom code for software, meaning it most likely if you were to play old games on the, the quote unquote new Switch, it would not make the older games look or run any better. Um, which is kind of a shame. Like, I would want, if a better system came out, I would want to be able to throw, like, the high world, the newest Hyrule Warriors on there, or whatever, and, like, have it actually run decently. Um, but. Uh, well, the thing is, is that this thing, it's, it's going to make games, it's going to upskill them to look better. That's not saying it's going to make them run better. And that, you know, if you were. If it made older games look better, I wouldn't want to pop in Breath of the Wild. No, it's not. It wouldn't make it wouldn't make older games look or run any better. No, but I'm saying I'm just saying that if it did, I wouldn't. Sure, want but that, what I would I, feel like I would hope you would just see more. My thing of is like, like you know, Breath of the Wild. I would want lost. them to run better, not necessarily look better, but I would want them to, instead of running it like because the Hyrule Warriors, the most recent one. It doesn't even have 30. It's like in the mid-20s yeah. throughout the whole thing. It'd be nice to have it run at like around 60. Yeah, and and I think the thing is is that you're not, you know, if you're getting a game upscaled, you're not getting a better performance. You're just getting a better image. Let it later have to really increase the CPU power as well. Now well, not yeah, I mean, this is what this is saying. that it, It's going to have the, do that. a better chipset. So it, it's going to have a better processor too. Um because uh, it says that uh, the NVIDIA chipset will bring an updated CPU and increased memory, allowing for better-looking games and faster processing. Uh, so it's still... The report that we got recently, a few weeks ago, said that the screen would still be 720p, but when you docked it, it would be able to output at 4K, um, or 4K is what Josh is uh, calling it. Um, and uh, this switch will... Most likely, uh, analysts are expecting it to be a fifty to one hundred dollar increase from the three hundred dollar price point right now. So maybe a four hundred dollar switch. Which eh, I don't know. Whatever. Like I'd I'd like to sit here and say I wouldn't buy it, but I probably would. 
I mean, to me personally, I think Nintendo, I think it would behoove them more to make, to put all this all into a dock and the current Switch can just dock into that and, and just I, I don't think that's possible games, though. You know what I mean? Because the, and the, I, the I game is inserted into the handheld. Yeah. And then like the, the handheld has, because at that point you'd be yeah. putting a Switch that has its own chipset into a thing that also has its own chipset. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, I was listening to the news game scoop and they, they, one of them mentioned how, you know, what if they made a switch that can't be docked? Why not make a switch that can't be undocked, you know, and something to where it's just a, I wouldn't just like a, a, a uh, set top box and it plays switch games at higher resolution. And well, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't like, yeah, I, I get that, but I'm saying that me. As someone, you know, I like so, having the... Because me, I think I'm like 50-50. Like, half the time I'm docked, half the time I'm undocked. Yeah. I mean, for me, if someone gave me a choice, you can either have a Switch that can do both, but it's not as powerful, but then I have a Switch that can only go onto a TV and be more powerful. I, yeah, I choose the I one that can only Nintendo do a TV. I would do that because the last time I did that, times. the console flopped. Alex, would you buy a more far, powerful Switch? Yeah. Alex? Oh no, did we lose him? I don't think we lost him. Um, yeah. Um, he may have just had to yeah, I mean, uh, leave his mic for a second. We'll see. Uh, it says here that... Um, so manufacturing would let allegedly begin in june with a monthly production target of a million units um uh i mean yeah. so take break um, continue this as I, we uh when we I get guess back we're gonna go to break and then we can welcome back uh so we're finally gonna get to this topic we've been trying to talk about for a hot minute um, so it's our favorite remasters and remakes. Um, so I'll be honest, I only really put down four because I've only, like, the four that I could really think of, I was like, oh yeah, these I can absolutely remember. Um, how yeah. many did you guys end up putting in the list? Uh, uh I, I just got three. Okay, yeah. perfect. Then I'll have good. Perfect. But before we get into this, let's just talk about like what's the difference. So when you talk about a remaster, that's more like they're taking a game and they're putting a fresh new coat of paint on it. However, you're getting the same game you had before. And that doesn't mean that they can't like improve like a, a control scheme or something. But you're you know, you're getting you're getting the same game, same physics in the game. Um just it's just gonna look shinier. And then the remaster is typically when they take a game and I'm sorry, remake. A remake is typically typically when they get take a game and they remake it from the ground up to not only look better but uh, maybe play better. Uh, you know, maybe put a new engine into the game. Uh, and so let's you know a one example of a remaster could be say. Um, uh, let's the the Jack and Daxter collection that's was on PS3 and then it was also you know ported to PS4. Um, 
those are remastered games. They they play the exact same way. They look the same exact way. They're just remastered. They're remastered, so they're upscaled to 1080p, 4K, what have you, and it plays on modern systems. And a remake would be like, for example, uh, Blue Points Shadow Classes is technically a remake. Um, uh, let's see, Blue Points uh, Demon Souls is a remake. Um, it's a remaster, isn't it? No, it's it's a remake. They they completely uh-huh. remade that game. Huh. Um, so that's you know that's that's where we're coming back coming you know back coming to when we talk about that because the whole this whole topic came from I think it's been over a month ago now that uh, Blizzard announced that they're doing the Diablo 2 uh, remaster that's coming out later this year and I was just excited and I was and I was like you know let's talk about like our favorite remastered games ever because mm-hmm. there has been a lot of you know good games in the past that have been remastered and they you know possibly you know get to be put out to a wider audience people who might not have played them before if they're mature rated games sometimes when the game came out players could have been too young at the time to play it and then when the remaster comes out they're they're of the right age and they're able mm-hmm. to play it so just you know many reasons why a remaster could be important um but i'll go ahead and go first and uh, one of my favorite remasters, and it came out last year, is just uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer, and nice. this was a remaster of the N64. I actually think it was the PC version that they that they put out that they remastered, um, and then it was also on N64 and Dreamcast back in the day, but on N64 where I played it specifically, it ran like ass. Because the frame rate was so shitty and everything, but of course back then we were young, we didn't really know any difference. But then when it got uh, remastered and ported to uh, PS4 last year, it came out and it ran at a great 60 frames a second, and it was upscaled to 1080p, and the game was super playable for the first time that I ever played it, and it was a great uh, racing game, and I platinumed it. I did everything in the game. And I had, I had a shit ton of fun with it. Isn't that funny how you think you remember a game like Episode 1 Racer on 64 and you remember how much fun you had with it as a kid? Yeah. And then you go back and play like that specific version now and you're like, holy shit, this game runs like ass. And it's yeah. very similar to Alex. We uh, just watched the other day, uh, Paramount Plus just recently came out. Oh, and they have all the Nickelodeon shows from the '90s on there, dude. Okay, so so I can talk about this too. Continue. And so Josh and I and Trisha watch an episode of Legends of the Hidden Temple and an episode of oh. Guts. And man, those shows not as great as I remember. <laughs> and then we separately, I watched an episode of all that, and they did. And man, that does not hold up at all. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, so uh, I use YouTube TV mm-hmm. and one of these uh, I don't know one of these other one of these channels they have. Um, <clears throat> it was I uh, had Rugrats and we were watching it and I'm like, oh my god, this is really really bad. 
um it, it is so much worse than you think like the animations are so bad like everything just looks crappy you're like holy fuck back in the day this looked amazing it's just like oh boy isn't it weird how cartoons like that don't really hold up but anime for like i still you can still watch original dragon ball z and be like this doesn't look that bad yeah no dude yeah. It, it's weird it's so weird yeah it's uh, kind of similar now, you know, when I was, uh, you know, like in the 90s, I loved Power Rangers. And then I go back and watch some of the original Power Rangers show, and man, it is very bad. <laughs> the, 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 the first season is funny as hell. The, uh, the acting is bad. The choreography is bad. Those goons are hilarious. Everybody, like, whatever noise you know, they make, these, these guys who probably got paid five bucks in a hot dog to dress up in the in the gray clothing and and you know get and pretend to get beat the shit out of. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but I actually found this out recently. It's in the past like year or two. The original Power Rangers, when you saw them in suit fighting, that was not the actors. Well, yeah. But what what I, I mean think... was. They did not film those at like the same time. They filmed that like, uh, the, everything else happening in the show. Like if you saw them in plain clothes, so when you saw like the Power Rangers actually fighting enemies, that was actually like old Japanese stuff that was filmed back in the day. That they just that makes sense. Yeah. though, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's that shit. <laughs> Excuse me. That show is, uh, it's it's very weird how they produced it, and it's I don't know if something like that could be produced the same way today. I feel like uh, the secrets would be too easily exposed about it. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about this. Uh, Josh, why don't you start? Uh, you, uh, I yeah. did my first already. <laughs> oh fuck! Sorry, I wasn't. I'm sorry. I was it's okay. Uh, Alex, why don't you do it? You're first. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. So my first is uh, the Spyro. Uh, give me one second. I went off my computer. I'm... Sorry, guys, being a dad. Just... Uh, give me a second. The Spyro Reignited Trilogy. I was trying to think of the name. I don't want to be wrong with it. Uh, so this is like, it's uh, the first three games. I don't know what they're called. Give me a second. Okay. Yeah, so were we doing remakes too or just remasters? I only put remasters because I didn't really play a lot of remakes. Well, that's a, that's and then, a remake uh, though. Uh, actually, it, I, I would, like, see, here's, I, it's tough because. Well, so here's what it is. Spyro Reignited. Trilogy is a remaster of the original Spyro Trilogy. That's yeah, on Wikipedia. Yeah, because they, they took the games and they all they really did is make the games look like different. Yeah, but it's not a whole it's new engine pretty, though. But it's it's yeah, still, but that, that's what would what, what, you would you want want to remaster in a fucking the same engine? How do you make something better? You got to use the new thing. So they use the new thing. A remake is something. A remake is like Final Fantasy VII remake, where it's like the same, like story, but remade. 
Yeah, I, I would. Know, it fucking sounds yeah, lame. Like Final Fantasy VII remake is a great example of a remake, and I'd say the the Crash Bandicoot trilogy and the Spiral trilogy are more remasters. Uh, yeah. Just just like uh, L- L- the Legend of Zelda, uh, Wind Waker uh, remaster. You know, I mean that's on just updated you, graphics. Yeah, that's it, it. That wasn't a uh, remake. It was a, it was a remaster. Yeah. Yeah, so nothing's changed about the game. It just looks better and it plays better. It just runs better. But uh, so it has uh, the first three games, which are Spyro, Spyro's Revenge, Spyro Year of the Dragon. It's released in uh, November of 2018 for PlayStation and Xbox One, and then the Switch in September of 2019. Uh, made by Toys by, or yeah, made by. Toys for Bob. By Toys for Bob. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, um, these are the guys that made those uh, Skylanders games. I believe they made the. They also made. They also made the, the, the new uh, Disney Infinity. Um, yeah. Didn't they do? Crash Bandicoot. Insane. No, Trilogy? I thought they did Crash Four. Yeah, they did Crash Four. I... It's about time. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. But uh, so I picked this up on a sale somewhere on the Xbox. <laughs> and then I started playing it, you know, because I haven't played these in a very, very long time. And, you know, it just looks nice. It runs really, really well. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played it in like, you know, two years by this point. Um, but I like it because it's, it's, you know, the first game is like semi-easy to find all the dragons. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice, relaxing, like, you know, just a nice, relaxing little puzzle-ish type of platforming game. Uh, it, you know, it looks pretty. The characters are fun. Uh, I like Spyro. He's a dragon. So, yeah, yeah, they're great games. I platinumed all three games on a on PlayStation Four. Yeah. Oh, you did? Ah, oh, man, that's sick. That's sick. I wanted to go on sales on your mm-hmm. PS Five. That'd be sick. Uh, they scored pretty well. You know, eight yeah. and a halfs. That's dumb. It's funny. There's some people who were naysayers, and like, if they, if these game ever got remastered or re-released, no one would buy them. And then they they got you know remastered and re-released, and they sold like and fucking hotcakes. And yep. and those people were like, "Wow, I had no idea there there's such a fan base for these games." Yeah. All right, okay. Andrew, so, you're, uh, you're up next. Again, I'm getting a little held up on this because the official definition when you Google it of a remake versus remaster, <laughs> it says it right here. If it was made by updating the existing assets and engine, it's a remaster. Easy examples of remasters are uh, Okami HD, Wind Waker HD, and Final Fantasy X, Ten Two HD. If the new game was built from scratch, it's a remake. Again, that is regardless of how much content was added or changed. So if it's a so Toys for Bob had to go in and completely recreate the levels because it's they had to go in and like redo the entire code because they didn't have the code from Insomniac. So a, that's a remake. It doesn't matter how much okay. content was added okay. to the game. Well, sure, well, sure, but you know they might be a, a remake, but they play like it feels like they play one to one with their with their. Well, PS1 yeah, because if they didn't play one to one, people would be like, "This isn't." Hashtag not my Spyro. Like, 
right. Well, uh, Alex, uh, your pick. No, 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 no. That's that's not by the, by the that's not what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> like I have a remake on my list too. I'm I'm just saying that like I didn't know if Josh was sticking at Hearly the only remastered or what. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna be yeah. the. Uh, the judge, jury, and executioner on. So this. my number three so. is uh, the Last of Us remastered on PlayStation Four. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot yeah, and this was obviously yeah. the Last of Us is, in my opinion, one of the greatest games ever made. And the remaster on PlayStation Four uh, put it up to it outputted and outputted uh, output in uh, 1080p. Uh, added HDR to the game, which in a lot of the dark areas it really popped in certain areas, um, and just but it it didn't they, it didn't get HDR until later, right? Because they didn't have H, HDR back in 2014 when it came out. Sure, I mean that that was a a couple years later, but eventually it did get it. Um, but yeah, but I mean it, it updated the visuals, it uh, fixed a couple things in the game, um, but this would be a classic example of just a remaster just um you know upping resolution you know mm-hmm. and whatnot but um yeah i love it it's a great game we've um, talked yeah. enough about the last of us <laughs> so uh my next one is uh the legend of zelda ocarina of time 3d and this was a 3ds uh remaster slash port for Ocarina of Time that they put on 3DS and they took that game and they, they made it look so much better and it was you know the same great game that was from N64 that everyone grew up with and loved playing and just just looked and sounded so much you know so much better than the N64 version and it's one of those games where when you play you're like I remember the game looking like this back in the day and and I think I think that's, that's a perfect remaster in my opinion when you play a game today and they remaster it, and then you say to yourself, "I remember the game looking this good." Yeah, and they and... they added a bunch of like uh, quality of life stuff. So where in the original, yeah. the water temple was like people remember that being like, "Man, the water temple's hard as fuck." Well, they added a bunch of like helpful hints, like arrows and shit in the temple, like telling you where to go and stuff. I love that. Uh, I had a 3DS in college. It was like one of the first things I uh, bought out of my school mm-hmm. on my own. <laughs> was that. And uh, it was yeah. pretty cool because I really love that game and it brought back a lot of great memories. Uh, like I said, like I said, every time in this podcast, I always love the 3DS mm-hmm. and the 2DS. Well, the game, the game again. So one, maybe I'll talk to you guys off the one, one thing I think that's funny with Nintendo is that they bring out something that has like I don't want to say a gimmick, but it has like a feature that the consoles didn't really have before, and then they put out systems later on that take that away. So with you know the 3DS, they came out with the 2DS. You can use 3D for the Nintendo Switch. They put out a Switch that doesn't switch, and <laughs> so I mean, what you know, what are they going to do next? You know, are they going to come out with you know something that's supposed to have you know, facial tracking, and then later on in the future after that, it won't have facial tracking, you know, so they they love bringing out features and then taking them away. 
So, uh, Alex, go ahead with your uh, next one. Okay, my next one is... <laughs> stop hitting me. I'm getting abused over here. Uh, my next one do is you, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 tie. Do you need someone to help you? Uh, are, are you no, because she'll, no, she'll kick your ass along are, with my are you ass. Being, she'll kick, are you, she'll kick your ass with my ass. Is that your cat or dog or... No, that would be my fiance. Alex, blink if you're being held against your will. Okay. I'm blinking. I'm blinking. My eyelids are faster. <laughs> but uh, my next one is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, so this was a remaster of the original first two Tony Hawk games uh, developed by Vicarious Visions, uh, RIP. This was their last game before they got bought by Activision. And uh, to be fair, they're always they've been owned by Activision for for quite a while. Right, right, but but still, RIP. Uh, Oh yes, I do actually. Let's get brownie. Sorry, she asked me for brownie, and you can't get brownie. Anyways, yeah. Uh, So this game is basically a remaster of all of the old. Uh, you know, the, all the first two, it has almost the levels, I think. All the levels, probably. Uh, but my favorite thing about this game is they released this with the original roster along with a couple of added people. And they made them look some. old. <laughs> and yeah, all, they're all the current age they are now. It's so fucking cool. Like, that's like, man, like, I hit me right in the field. It's like, oh, yes, this is great. I'll play old that man, Tony Hawk, all goddamn day. I, uh, I like how uh, this last December when. Giant Bomb had their gaming year discussion. They voted Tony Hawk as best dad because he's like yeah. he's the he's the father of skateboard video yeah. games. Yep, he is, man. Like it's it's just so good yeah. and it plays so well. Um I, I again I want to get this out of sale. Yep. And then uh sorry, when my bro. friend moved uh I was just no, gonna no, say the the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions yep. come out uh, I think like next week. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe I'll pick those up. But um, so my buddy moved up to Timothy Park and he bought this and I came over there and we hung out and we just played this and it was like, man, this game is so cool. And it just brought back a ton of cool memories of hanging out with my friends in grade yeah, school. Yeah, like, I don't have any. I didn't play time. that when I was a kid, so I don't have any memories of Tony Hawk. So, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, oh, man, this was so cool. I love Tony Hawk. Do you, Tony Hawk is great. The only, the only time I ever played it is... Um, there was a I had a PS1 demo disc with a, a demo yeah. of yep. Pro Skater 2. Um, um, this uh, skateboarding reminds me of a. I don't. Did you see that uh, the other day how Biden was just falling up the steps going up to the. I saw yeah. a meme yeah. of uh, someone mm-hmm. who's like <laughs> typical liberal or no, typical GOP. They're actually lying. He did a sick 50 50 and landed like a boss. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. so that might be my favorite meme to come out of it. Um, but... yeah. yeah. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, but this did really well too. Um you know, it got mm. nines all around the board. It sold I don't want to find that. Sold a ton. Selling a million copies in the first two weeks. Yep. That's crazy. Um yeah, it's probably my favorite Tony Hawk game. Uh it they're they're just masterpieces. They play so well. I think they're really good. Um, and they're nice. just fun as hell. And like, I haven't played I haven't played a, a skateboarding game since Skate, and I remember all the, you know, it's all thumbstick, and and then the Tony Hawk, it's all face buttons, and yeah. it's just like that's 
I like this. I like. I like. I, I was just like. I like arcade skateboarding games. Mm-hmm. They're just easy. Um, but it's um, yeah. I love it, man. It's such a fun game. Nice. Uh, so my number mm-hmm. two is. It's actually like a, a double feature here. Um, one, the first one was the Ocarina of Time 3D, but also the Majora's Mask 3D. Okay. Another game yeah. that I... I uh, and I that one was great. I still kick myself, because when that game came out in like 2015 or whatever, they released with it a limited edition like Majora's Mask uh, 3DS XL. Um and I should have bought it because anytime I see, I don't really see it very often anymore. But when I do, it's like two hundred bucks, and I really, I really want one. Um, it was like gold with just like a black Majora's mask on the, the front of it. Uh, but other than that, that's I think Majora's Mask is still my favorite Zelda game ever. Um, and it's one of those that it is such a it's a depressing game to play because it's of how dark it is. Um, so I have a lot of good memories of playing it, but I'm not sure if I would have fun playing it again, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But one day, it's on my bucket list to, to one day complete that game again. I mean, who knows if I ever will, but uh, definitely one of my favorites. So. Nice. All right, uh, Alex, why don't you do your number one? Because I got some honorable mentions, but I don't want to put, I don't want to say those yet in case any of you guys' number ones are in my, yeah. in my honorable So my mentions. number one is, is, um, is the Halo Master Chief Collection. Nice, that's a good okay. one. Yeah, so, um, uh, so the story of why I like it so much. Uh, when I, about 10 years ago, I was still in college, I, you know, sold my, game consoles to pay for stuff because that's what you do and i wanted an xbox one so i got you know got my job out in college and bought an xbox one and the first thing i wanted to play was halo so i played halo 5 and i was like oh god this game is fucking so bad so so bad so very very bad uh and then i picked up you know i found this halo master chief collection um and i fell instantly in love with it um it had all it had every Halo, it had every Halo multiplayer. It had, you know, it, at the time it wasn't very, you know, it didn't run very great, but I didn't care because I was playing Halo yeah. again, and I loved that. When I didn't really like have a lot of time, you know, I had like oh, I have like an hour to work. Okay, I'll hop on some Halo Three or Halo Two, and you know, yeah. see how did many you buy your out. Xbox One brand new um, or used? Okay. Yes, yes. Did it come with a connector? I absolutely No, I've only had one connect. I actually bought a connect my first semester of college because I got my refund, and I was like, "Oh man, I want to try this." Was it still three sixty or no? I did. Yeah. Okay. Three sixty. Yeah. yeah. It would have been oh nine, and it, I was like, "This is cool," but right. like, I don't have a yeah. lot of room, dude. I didn't yeah, because when I got the Xbox One, oh. I got it. It launched in November, and I think I bought it in like February. Um, and I I bought it brand new, and it came came with that fucking connect that like I never fucking used. <laughs> That's fucking great. Do you still do you still have any? Yes, yeah, I still have it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, 
some again some of my favorite gaming memories is you know in summers just playing Halo Two, Halo Three multiplayer with you guys, Hell yeah. you yeah. know other people, and just by myself. Like those those are my favorite classic games. memories. So like, yep. I I love classic like. I think the the Halo anniversary and Halo Two anniversary are great. Specifically, the first Halo anniversary uh, remaster. I just it to me, it was so cool at the time. I mean, it's still cool doing it. You know, seeing new graphics, pressing the button to revert to old graphics just to see how how shocking the you, you don't think the old graphics look the way they do until you you go back to them. And you're like, wow, the game looked. I don't want to say the game, the game looked that bad because, you know, it's just how the game looked at the time. But just compared to how it looks, you know, compared to the newer graphics, you're like, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, uh, I can uh, promise you, you, you don't have my one? number one. So go ahead and read your animal mention. I want to go last. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so. Some honorable mentions uh, that we won't spend much time on them. I just uh, so Batman Return to Arkham series on. Uh, oh PS4 yeah, you know I've Nick still Nick never Horn. tried uh, those ones, and because they uh, they put it up to Unreal Four, and I've actually tried to see how they look. Yeah, um, just you know, I I have personally played uh, most of uh, um, uh, Arkham Asylum and some of Arkham City on PS4, and they. You know they look better than their uh, last than their legend previous lot, um, but they're you know they're still the same games, but same great games, and uh, you know great uh, remasters. Uh, Bioshock the Collection, um, you know, nice. on uh, PS4, Xbox That's One, um, the Switch. games you know they they look a little bit better. They play you know play great. Um, and then one more just the uh, the Nathan Drake oh, Collection yeah. on PS4. Is a is a great yeah, way to it's a great way to play Uncharted one two and three. Um, I still think to this day that it should have also had uh, Golden Abyss because that is like the redheaded stepchild of Uncharted collection. Uh, no one wants to talk about it, but it's a great Uncharted Excuse game. I'm so sorry, but I digress. Uh, Uncharted one two and three are great ad- action adventure games, and oh. anybody who has a PlayStation, it would behoove them to play them. Um, and so getting on to my number one is it is uh the Borderlands uh handsome collection. Nice. Um, I cool, it, it came out in 2015, I believe, and it it bundled Borderlands 2 and Borderlands a pre sequel and all the DLC. Uh, honestly, it would still be my number one even if it didn't have Borderlands a pre sequel in it. If it was just if it just would have been Borderlands two, because Borderlands dude, I got to the last one? boss of that two or pre sequel. Couldn't beat it. Which one? Of Borderlands the pre sequel because it was so easy. I was I was like just dude, slightly. I'm, I so usually got paid so to play through a game like that. Such a bad game. <laughs> yep. The uh, yep. the final yep. boss. Yep. Yep. I I have I have I finished the game. The final boss was definitely uh you know a, a bitch to beat. But the thing I had, the boss used a lot of elemental damage and stuff, and I had a shield that made me immune to whatever elemental damage I was hit with previously. And so whenever the boss would use elemental damage, I would just, like, immediately become immune to it. It was just, uh, it was almost, the boss was almost too easy, in my opinion, with with that shield I had. Um, But Borderlands 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. 
just such a it's such a great like you know uh for some people you know they find uh if there's something that they play um that just makes them feel good and it's uh you know just kind of zone out and just play it and for me you know for me that's uh borderlands 2 you know I, i'll play it and it'll just be like a uh, comfort food you know and um being able to play it for at the time current gen systems and i mean i, I can still play it on ps5 and have it run at 60 frames a second, which is the, that's, that's the big thing, you know, that, that game needs to run at a fast pace because it's a fast paced game. And then a few, a couple of years ago when they added the HDR update, it just made the game look even better. And uh, so that's, that's my number one. Um, oh, and, and it, it was so cool uh, before Borderlands 3 came out when they came out with that new oh, yeah. Borderlands 2 DLC. Um, it, it just, uh, That's right. it, uh, it, it, it just made the collection even better. It added more Borderlands 2 content, which is <laughs> what I, what I didn't think we were going to get. And I got more Borderlands 2. So, uh, Andrew, uh, go at, what is your number one that you said? So my no number one is a game I'm going to try and shove it in any list I possibly can. It's Persona 5 Royal because it is a remaster of the base Persona 5 <laughs> thing that made the whole game. Oh my God. So that's why this asshole. No, 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 stop. That's why this asshole was fucking correcting us in terminology. No, <laughs> that's actually, actually, no, I actually didn't even Tell think, us about I actually Persona didn't have this on my Royal. list until like five minutes ago when I was like, you know what? That is a remaster. I was like, this will be funny. Because <laughs> I had Resident Evil 2 Remake on there and I was like, you know what? Fuck. Oh, Persona 5 Royal, they, they remastered <laughs> the base Persona 5 and just made the game a lot better, added additional content. Fuck yes, this is the best remaster. <laughs> Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. I will give. I'm going to try and shove the scheme up any I mean, I possibly can. Is it okay? Let me ask sure. you a couple of questions about this uh, sure. quote unquote remaster. Okay, does it play at a higher resolution than it did previously? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was originally released on PS3, so yes, it does. Yes. Persona Five was on PS3. Okay, it but a... it came out with two versions, a PS3 and PS4 version. It Does it plays run better at a higher than the PS3 resolution version. than the PS4 version? <laughs> okay. Okay, I guess I guess uh, according to Andrew's arbitrary remaster uh, rule, I don't know. It, 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 I don't know if it runs oh, at a better frame rate or not. I, I do know that they went in and they they fixed a lot of the game. Um, they uh, remastered some of the areas. Um, so, okay. When when he says they remastered, they went in there and fixed some glitches. No. But Andrew thinks they remastered it, or they uh, they they moved the <laughs> box from one side of the room to the other, and it looks different. <laughs> um, so, tell me. Uh, be, before we go, there's one uh, one more thing I want to talk about real quick that I forgot to talk about earlier, and it's just uh, it's just some uh, news in the in the modding world. And there was this there's this guy who he figured out a brand new exploit for the original PlayStation, uh, which if you take a copy of um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two or Three and you modify some game code. 
And then if you go into the create a skater function, it can um, uh, it can cause issues with uh, the disk reader, and it can it it pretty much unlocks a disk reader. And so this guy found this out, and so he has some save files that you can uh, you can download from online and then uh, from the internet, and then you need to you need to figure out a way to get them onto a PS1 memory card. And the easiest way to do that is if you have a modified PS2. And so you get them onto a PS1 memory card, and then you take a disc of Tony Hawk Press Skater 2 or 3, put a memory card and a disc into your PS1, boot, boot into the game, go to create a skater, and then it, it uh, I don't want to say it crashes the game, but it, it, calls, it, it causes you to go into a little... Uh, Little hack, a uh, little, um, a little uh, a screen that comes up and it tells you you can, you can put in uh, backup games. So you can, you can download or back download from the internet or back up a game you already own, a PS1 game onto a burned CD, and then Jesus Christ, my dog just jumped on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can, you can take a backup. And put it into your PS1, and your PS1 will read and play the backup game, which PS1s don't normally—they're not normally able to do that. And this is the first time that a PS1 has ever been um, has ever been ever been able to do that without any kind of like physical mod, like a physical chip or something. Um, either 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 a physical chip or or uh, earlier versions of PlayStation had the parallel port and back. And you could take an action replay cartridge and modify that and plug it in the back. Then you could play backup discs. But this is just, uh, you know, even, you know, uh, 25, let's see, 27 years after the PS1 came out, people are still homebrewing for it. People are still finding exploits. And with this, uh, this could, you know, open up more ways to exploit the PS1 and, Hopefully, the dream is in the future to be able to have some kind of file on a PS1 memory card that you don't need to. Uh, because right now, if you have this exploit, anytime you want to play a backup disc, you have to go into a copy of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 or 3 to run this exploit. But the dream is to have that exploit run off a memory card. You don't need to boot a game up to boot backup discs. So that you know that that could happen in the future, and um, I, I just I just think it's it's exciting because it's uh, just newer stuff that people are figuring out about older consoles. Uh, and nice. the best thing about it is that Sony can't do a damn thing about it because it's old yeah, as hardware. They, they they're like shit about. There was a PlayStation One. What? So Jim runs like you mean the PlayStation <laughs> Classic we released a couple years ago. Yeah. But uh, before we go, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Uh, you know how I, I mentioned earlier about that funny Biden skateboarding meme. Uh, someone had put that on our on Discord. Yeah. I'm on, yep. and our former co-host George had a really funny response to that, saying, "Heard he wall planted on the side of the Lincoln Memorial, and the reflecting pool drained to reveal a hidden half pipe." <laughs> <laughs> so wait so is this is, is... <laughs> so we just confirmed yeah. everybody we will leave you uh, with one last thing 
Joe Biden. <laughs> Fucking Shrek. <Yep. laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get out of here before Joe Biden comes over and 50-50 in my fucking cabinet. All right. So, see you. Uh, I will talk to you.